0: This is the ultimate betting guide, again, to the ILT20 League on Cricket Only Better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better episode. 175 i'm ed hawkins betting.betfair cricket correspondent the t20 franchise merry-go-round spins ever faster show 174 was the ultimate betting guide to the sa t20 league show 175 is the ultimate betting guide to the il t20 league that's the one in the uae are you keeping up sam collins just about
1: edward hawkins um try to keep my views about the ludicrous um nature of the cricket calendar to myself this week but 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 that may be a struggle um let's focus on the value instead perhaps and to help us to that uh do that rather is a uh, richard man of sportinglife.com. hello richard man hello sam how are you I'm um, very well. I'm um, very well. No, Paul Krishnamurti this week. He's resting. He's he's no, he's watching the golf. Um, so Edward Hawkins and Richard Mann will guide you through the strengths and weaknesses of the six teams in the ILT Twenty. What else have we got, Edward Hawkins?
0: Well, we'll we'll have a look at how that tournament works. Uh, which is an interesting contrast to the South Africa T20. Uh, We're going to have possible 11s. We're going to have some pitch reports. And, of course, we'll be talking about the heavy toss bias that we expect to see and how that impacts your punting. Uh, We'll also see if Richard Mann and I can agree on a winner for this tournament.
1: Good stuff. We'll also have a quick check-in with the Big Bish as the race for the playoff hots up. Uh, Let's go. We'll start with the Big Bish, an outright for you from the Betfair Exchange, but plenty of change expected as games continue. Um, Perth are the favourites at 3.35, Sixers 4.2, Thunder 6.6, Hurricanes 8.6, Strikers 9s, Renegades 11.5, Heat 50, Stars 90, Edward Hawkins. Word on the street is you have a strong you
0: well i mean i do really because there's been such churn in the squads or the possible 11s or the probable 11s i should say that uh it comes down to which side has been able to retain most of its players or retain most of its strengths i'm seeing it very hard not to look past sydney sixers they probably won't be 4.2 while you're listening to this but even if those odds were reversed with perth uh coming to second faves, i think sixers would still be an absolute great bet they're go- gonna lose james Vince, we know that, and they're going to lose Chris Jordan. But they're going to get Steve Smith in. Uh, Now the Australia Test Series is done. They could also have Nathan Lyon. So they're unaffected. You may even argue they're stronger because of that. Perth have lost Jai Richardson to injury. Uh, Thunder have lost Alex Hales and Riley Rosso, but get David Warner back in. Uh, And Hurricanes are a very interesting side. Uh, They're desperate to get Shadab Khan back as soon as... They can because he balances their 11. They've got significant bowling issues at the moment. Tim David's having to bowl uh, as fifth bowler uh, and they're struggling to even find a sixth because of player availability. Um, And just wondering uh, whether Richard has a a take on it, whether we've uh, missed a side which is going to get stronger or retain strength because a lot of these teams are going to get Weaker strikers, renegades, for example. Renegades in particular lost Akil and Majib, who've kind of kept them going.
2: No, and, and we haven't spoken off air. I wholeheartedly agree with the Sixers thing. They're not actually that much shorter than they were before the tournament began. And I think they're in a far stronger position now Um just because of the weaknesses in the in the opposition sides. I mean, Sixers are far from perfect. Um you know, they've got an aging side, Dan Christian, uh, O'Keefe as well. But like you say, if Nathan Lyon comes in, that fixes a spin issue. They just look, to me, Sixers and Perth look poles apart from the rest of the side. They don't have to worry about squad, squad churn, like you say. Um, I think they're a good bet from here.
1: Okay. Um, Richard man, what happens to the Renegades and what happens to the Hurricanes?
2: Yeah, I mean, me and Paul were both quite keen on the Renegades and they've, they've given us a good run for the money and they may well continue to do so, but I think at some point losing Akhil and Majib, that's really going to dent their bowling attack. A good pickup with Fawadari, the the wrist spinner, but I don't think it'll be enough to cover those two guys who have been brilliant. And what we expected from the Renegades was this experienced batting lineup to do the business. And that hasn't actually been the case. The bowling's bailed them out. Marsha's been injured. Finch has struggled for rhythm. Gupta looks a really poor pick-up. Um, so I think they might well have run their race now or, or in the next week or so. They may well have done so. I know Paul put them up with a view to trading out. I suspect in the next week or so he'll probably be doing that. As Ed said, the Hurricanes really interesting because their batting looks really strong now. McDermott's found four, Matthew Wade. Zach Crawley looks a good buy. I think he's a really good white ball cricketer. Um, And if they can get Shadab back and Nathan Ellis starts to fire and he hasn't fired yet, I think it's a pretty good attack as well. I think they're the potential bolt of the Hobart Hurricanes.
1: Hawkins, um, you're in the chair this week. Any hope for Heat or Stars for a trade at those prices, considering uh, the top five go through?
0: Yeah, I think Stars are probably too far off and Stoyness is leaving them uh, to go and play in the UAE League so that's a blow and they've kind of checked out a bit uh, I think um, Heat are really interesting because they should get Kawaja and Labachain back and Kawaja and Labashain in absolute tremendous form, the argument with them is batting hasn't really been an issue for them over the last two games or two, three games uh, and it's the bowling which has been the problem, that's where they need to be strengthened but they may squeeze into the top five uh, by which point they won't be uh, 50.0
1: Okay, thank you so much, Edward. Um let's turn our attention to the IL T twenty, the illustrious T twenty, perhaps. Um this starts on Friday. We have um, tissue prices. That means better for exchange or sportsbook are yet to make markets available. So Edward Hawkins has priced them up himself. Um favorites, the um the legendary Gulf Giants are five point five. Um the imaginatively named Charger Giants are at sixes, Abu Dhabi Night Riders, um just like the TV show, they sixes as well. Uh, my Emirates, M.I. Emirates, um, was that the Mumbai Indians Emirates?
0: It sure Hawkins. is. Guess what?
1: Um, yeah. my, <laughs> my word. <Still> good. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Um, are at sixes. Um, Dubai Capital are at seven. The Desert Vipers are also at seven. Uh, tell us what on earth this is all about, Edward Hawkins. Yeah,
0: I'd probably price up golf chance maybe a bit shorter than that, actually. Uh, maybe 5.2 or something like that. But There's a bit of give or take in those prices. Obviously, we're not 100% on, on those. There's 34 matches across three venues, Sharjah, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. The final of the competition will be hosted on February the 12th in Dubai. February the 12th seems like a long way off. The top four go through... It's IPL-style qualifiers and, eliminate, and, and eliminators, however, unlike the South Africa T20 League, which is just a straight top four into the semi-finals, So the top two will get two bites at the cherry to get to that final. Now, the interesting part is that nine of your 11 can be overseas players here. Only one must be from the United Arab Emirates and only one other must be another associate player. So if we can work out where the strengths are with those or the weaknesses with those two players at the end we might find an edge your pitch data Dubai six out of nine of course won by the chaser from that Asia Cup uh, which was tremendous for Panzers if you followed the followed the trend 7.8 run rate in the Asia Cup and 8.2 in the world T20 which was 2021 was it yeah I think so Uh, so that's the highest run scoring ground but that doesn't really say much Uh, in this tournament. Abu Dhabi, 10 out of 15, uh, won by the Chaser in the World Cup, uh, a run rate of just seven in that tournament. Sharjah's a more fair uh, pitch, eight out of 15, last 15 won by the Chaser and a 7.4 run rate over that study period.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Um, I'm wondering how many more tournaments we need, Hawkins, before you get drafted. That would be something to bet on. Um, <laughs> chase is going to dominate here then, Richard Mann, perhaps? Does that mean you bet blind on the chase it also take a gamble on the biggest-priced team on the outright?
2: But I, I I do think the chaser will dominate. Um and I th- I don't think the market will catch up immediately. And I think we've seen that um the one that comes to mind is a PSL. It took a while. There was a massive toss bias in the recent PSL. It took a while for the market to catch up, it did eventually. Um but I wouldn't bet blind match by match. If you've got an opinion and, and they happen to be chasing, then you know, maybe maybe that really heightens your confidence. But if you're against a team, you can just sit out don't have a bet. Personally, I wouldn't be be betting, taking a gamble on the outright. I'd still go with your gut, go with the team you fancy, because I think over the course of a tournament, you would you'd have to believe that it would even itself out. And I, I don't think, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd hope that it would even itself out. I know we, we had a shock result, didn't win the Asia Cup, but I thought Australia were a pretty good side when they won the T Twenty World Cup. So um, no, I'll be I'll be sticking with my gut and, and who I think's the best side
1: okay i hope you're having dry january richard man otherwise it could be quite awkward for everybody um edward hawkins what teams have done well in the uae um australian pace attack won in the world t20 pakistan went close are we looking for all-out pace what are we thinking
0: yeah i mean because pakistan have done so well in the uae um down the years when they've not been able to play at home uh we tend to think that seam and swing is very effective there and i remember Owen morgan talking about that before the last world cup there and and it it proved to be correct, so I wouldn't get too bogged down in um, in spin heavy sides. We're looking for uh, teams which can, you know, bend the ball, bend the ball, uh, new ball and old. However, we may find that some of those pace bowlers at the death, the, the quality perhaps isn't there. But we'll talk about that in the breakdown.
1: Lovely stuff, Hawkins. As you just trailed, um, we have a breakdown of the team's strengths and weaknesses coming next. The IL T20 breakdown starts here. We start with the Desert Vipers, who we expect to be one of the bigger priced teams. Edward Hawkins, what do they look like?
0: Uh, ooh, I think they might be a batter light. Uh, they've got quite a good front three, possible 11 for you. Alex Hales is here. Colin Munro, Sam Bulling, Billings. Mustafa, the UAE middle order player. It's a decent pickup. Uh, Chandamal could be a bit of a problem in the middle order. There could be a bit of a slowdown. Shafane Rutherford, Tom Curran, Wenindo Hasaranga, That's a decent uh, trio right there. Benny Howell, Sheldon Cottrell, and then your associate player, uh, Ruben Trumpleman, the left armour from Namibia. I think that's a good pick up as well. But As I said, are oh, they a batter light? They do have Adam Live, uh in this lineup as well, but he disappointed in the big bosh the um and a bit top heavy on opening batters as well so a middle or a batter short maybe
1: okay Richman, man your thoughts
2: yeah i like them that they wouldn't be my top pick but i think they're okay um first thing that stands out is the former Colin Munro he's probably been the best batter in the recent big bash and I know we're going to different conditions here but I think we have to use the big bash as a little bit of a guide as to who's in form and who's not um, a couple of pointers that I got picked out uh, Tom Curran and Hasaranga in that middle order I suspect they'll go off really big prices for top batsmen um, Curran's a really handy player who generally goes off a massive price and pops up Hasaranga can hit a long ball we've seen that for Sri Lanka recently um, so they'd be my two angles in I think they were good side i've sort of got them as the third best in here um and two good associate pickups as well as ed said
1: okay okay lovely stuff uh next up the dubai capitals might be around sevens on the bet for exchange um hawkins yep
0: yeah, possible 11 for you uh george munsey the scott opening the batting with dick weller perhaps a uh, rajapaksa at three rovman powell who skippers this t- team uh, should bat himself at four. Uh, Sikanda Raza, who's absolutely terrific for Zimbabwe in the World Cup. Shanaka, Dasan Shanaka, the Sri Lankan, who's been absolutely sensational in that India T20 series. Uh, Shamika Naratni joins him, uh, as does his compatriot Udana. Akif Raja is your homegrown player, um, and they've not got much to pick up there from the UAE. That could be just trying to get away with one with Akif, I think. Uh, Mujib um, at number 10, and then uh, maybe Fred Claassen playing as another bowler, a uh, pace bowler, or they could put Fabian Allen in as an extra spin option. I just wonder whether the bowling is a little bit light and shaky for Dubai Capitals.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, 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 Richard Mann, bowling an issue for you here?
2: It is, and, and the thing with Majib as well, he, he likes the ball, his overs in the power play, that seems to be his role now, so I would worry about them back end looking at that attack, I'm not really sure what they can do about it as well when you have a, a deeper look into the squad, um, I'm not quite sure what they'll do with the batting, batting order as well, because Rogman Powell in the IPL has tended to play as a finisher, as Ed says he probably should bat at number four, but the interesting thing is that middle order, and it is a powerful middle order. And I wonder, particularly if they lose early wickets, if we could be betting strong finishes here, um, particularly if we get good conditions or bat in second, because I think Powell, Raza and Shanaka, who, who is just a fantastic player, great finisher, hits the ball miles they could do some real damage and make some big tills. So I'll be watching these guys in running um, and looking to bet overs. I think if they say, I don't know, 50 for three off eight overs, then i will be looking to get on extreme overs. I think with, with that middle order.
1: Okay. Lovely stuff. Um, Mumbai Indians, Cape Town look dominant in the um, South Africa T20 uh, Give show one, seven, four. Listen, how do the Mumbai Indians Emirates fare in this one? Edward Hawkins.
0: Well, not so well. I I think this looks quite a weak squad. I think it's difficult to find um, an 11, which gets um, nice balance. But uh, this is what we've gone for. We've got Wasim, the UAE opener, uh, right at the top, paired with... Uh, Will Smead, that's a good signing. Uh, Paran, who we, we'll never like in T20. I uh, don't care what anyone says. Uh, Najibullah Zadran's OK. Lorcan Tucker, the Irish player and wicketkeeper, coming in as the associate. Then Kieran Pollard, who's had better days, uh, not um, not his youngest anymore, is he? Jordan Thompson, who's been in and around the franchise leagues but hasn't really done it. Uh, Samit Patel, a veteran, Dwayne Bravo. A veteran, Trent Bolt it is never a name for me. Who, if I see on the squad list, thinks oh, I've got to bet that side. Uh, and then Faz Faruqi, who was excellent in the bash before he had some kind of uh, set two and was sent home in disgrace.
1: Where are you on the whelmed radar here, Richard? Man,
2: um, I'm probably middle of the road again. I'm, I'm not as underwhelmed as, as Ed. I, I think I think the bowling we've talked about, Pierce, haven't we? Doing well. Um, in these conditions. And I think the thing is, it's hard for the spinners, particularly bowling second, when that ball gets wet, heavy dew, and the pitch starts to skid on under lights. So you need quality pacers. And I, I think they've got three quality death bowlers in Bravo ball and Faruqi. So that's a massive tick for them. Uh, the, the concern is, is the batting... Smead and Peran. They'll win you a game or two here or there, I'm sure, but it's just consistency. Um, and I just wonder if the, there'll be some real peaks and troughs with this team. Um, Lorcan took though from Ireland. I was so impressed with him at the World Cup. Uh, different conditions here. But I think he's got the game to be more consistent and might actually play that anchor role. Thinking again, top, top batsman, markets it's and Smeed might blow you out of the water every now and then. But I think Tucker's really solid. and I don't like the middle order behind him as well. So if he's going off five to one, which is definitely a possibility, I think he'll be a better match by match.
1: Right. Thank you, Richard Mann. Coming up next is the top three in Edward Hawkins' famed tissue betting. Yes, as promised, here we are with the top three in the tissue betting for the ILT20. And next up, yes, you've guessed it, it's the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders. That was worth a joke, wasn't it? Um, Possibly around the 6.0 mark. Edward Hawkins, please uh, put us out of our misery.
0: Yeah, you've got a challenge to come up with a song for each... uh... Franchise team um, for next week's show. Uh, where are we? Abu Dhabi night Riders. Yep. Uh, possible 11. Paul Sterling, which is a strong associate pick. Kanar Lewis, Asalanka, Lanka, Dan Anjaya de Silva, Colin Ingram keeping wickets. Russell, Andre Russell, Sunil Noreen, Akil Hossein, Glover, Rampal, and Sabir. Uh, Glover, of course, the Dutch bowler of. Good repute, really solid statistics. Uh Sabine, really not much to write home for the UAE. Uh, just probably trying to get away with one there, Abu Dhabi Night Riders. Uh, I'm kind of uh, neither here nor there with uh, this lot, and we entirely price dependent uh, for me.
1: Richard, man, what do this lot do?
2: Yeah, I like them. I like them more than Ed. Um, I think I think there's plenty going from the, the, the obviously the two standouts, the two spinners, Akeel and Noreen. Uh, Akil's been brilliant in the bash. He's really developing. He can ball in the power play, and that means Narayan might ball at the death. Um, so that gives them real options there and probably makes up for the for the weakness in Sabir. The batting has got a really good dynamic to me because I think in Sterling and Russell, you've got real X Factor players who can, can score two two runs a ball. But I think in Asalanka and Dan and Jay, you've got those anchor type players. And I know the stats guys hate, hate the, the term anchors, but. It just gives them a nice balance. I I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be competitive match by match. I think they'll generally post decent scores, and I think they've got a good enough attack to restrict sides. Um, So, no, I like them. They're not my top pick, but they're pretty close.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. Um, Charger Warriors up next. They could be the second favourites. Here, why, Hawkins? Why? Why? Cause Why? I,
0: well, they could even be favourites, unless I've got it. Uh, the, these teams the wrong way round. But um, I think the top five of Gerbaz, Evan Lewis, the West Indian, David Milan, Moeen and Marcus Stoinis, when he turns up, could well be the best top five in the tournament. And batting is which is what sways the odds outright. Uh, then we've got Mohamed Nabi. We've got Paul Walter, who was uh, a big hitter in the hundred. Then we've got Chris Wokes, Navinal Haku's an excellent death bowler. And then we've got two UA uh, bowlers in Sidiqe and Mayapan. Sidiqe, the pace bowler, and had a decent uh, World Cup. And then Mayapan, also a decent World <coughs> Cup with his leg spinners. So I think they're strong.
1: OK, Richard Mann, thoughts, please.
2: So I'm, I'm cool on these guys. Nice to have a bit at his agreement. I, I'm not so keen. The two positives... Um, Obviously, the batting and, and the pick, picking up of the associate um, leg spinner, I think may have really exciting. Um, I'm just a bit worried about Milan in these conditions, if he's going to play regularly. It's definitely not his strong suit, slow, slow-low pitches. Moeen and Stein, it's just worried me from a consistency point of view, as does Nabi, And I just wonder if that batting, it blows sides away on occasions, but I just wondered if it would be consistent enough for them to win it. Okay,
1: um, before we move on, I'd, I'd like to issue an apology from all at the pod to um, everyone at the Sharjah Warriors and the ILT20 marketing team. Uh, earlier in the pod, I, I, I read the script written by Edward Hawkins and I called them the Sharjah Giants and I remarked that they were um, unimaginative for copying the name of the Gulf Giants. Um, it turns out they are in fact called the Sharjah Warriors, which is a far more original and indeed um, frightening prospect to play against. So um, I wish you best of luck to the yeah. tournament. We wish you best of luck for the tournament. Finally, moving on, um, the possible favourites uh, in in Hawkins's tissue um, world could be the Gulf Giants, um, the aforementioned Gulf Giants. Edward Hawkins, how do they line up?
0: Entirely favourites because they're, of their moniker, because they're massive. Uh, they're giants and they're unstoppable for that. But they could line up like this. Tom Banton, Lynn Chris Lynn, that is. That wasn't an Alan Partridge gag. James Vince. <laughs> Lynn! Shimron Hetmeyer. Uh, C.P. Reswan in the middle order. They've got to play him uh, in there. Uh, He's the UAE T20 captain. Absolutely certain to play, I suspect. He's all right. A decent player. Uh, David Vietzer. That is the outstanding associate pickup for me. Um, Liam Dawson. Chris Jordan. Uh, Richard Gleason, excellent at the death. Tom Helm, who was excellent in the 100 at the death for the Birmingham Phoenix last time out, and in the mystery spinner in Case Ahmed. That's why I've put them at the top of the charts. Richard
1: Mann, if they're not the favourites, and we must remember Hawkins is looking at it from the other side of the fence, um, do we load up on these these guys?
2: I think we do. They're not the strongest side for me. Um, mentioned earlier about Big Bash Farm, well, Chris Lynn and, and James v- Vince were probably Two of the three outstanding batsmen, along with Colin Munro, in the bash at time of recording. Fantastic. Uh, I'm a fan of Hetmyer as well. I know he's, he's one that divides opinions, but I think he's a great finisher, as is Wieser. So they've got top order covered. They've got middle order finishing covered. I think Liam Dawson's a terrific uh, white ball bowler. They've also got Pace covered with Gleason, Pace at the death covered with Jordan. They've got spin in there. They've got everything, really. I think they could play Ollie Pope in there and he could keep... I'm struggling to find a lot wrong with them. Really, I, I definitely think they deserve to be favourites.
1: Okay, well, that might make this rather a moot point, um, particularly you know when it comes to Richard Mann. But I'm going to press you both, um, if uh, over Zoom that is, for a winner now, um, Richard Mann. I I- I'm going. You for- said it.
2: No, I'm go- I am going for um, golf giants, but I do think Abu Dhabi Night Riders. If if they were to be priced up uh, a big price, I think they could definitely be a trade because I think I think they're good enough to trade Charlotte at some stage. But but no, it's golf giants for me.
1: You're just trying to get me to get the theme tune out again, aren't you? Um, <laughs> <Please> Hawkins. <do. laughs> Hawkins.
0: Well, I, I have to. I have to pick up uh, on what Richard said and agree with him. I, I've made golf giants the favourite, so. Uh, i have to stick to stick to that one and they may well not be the the favorites when prices come out and let's keep the fingers crossed that they're not because uh if they're a a little bit chunkier remain about sort of 5.5 6.5 then uh we will have to load up i think because they're they're looking looking very very solid
1: okay all done a tick for the ILT20 League, um, check out the ultimate betting guide to the South African T20 League um, 2 on show 174. Next week, we are covering the Nicaraguan Premier League <laughs> um, when Paul Krishnamurti will be back with us for Best Bets, which will also be returning, and the treble Claxon. We will see you then.